0: Could you state
1: and spell your name for the record, please? My name is Meredith Klitsky, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H-K-L-I-T-Z-K-E. Do you promise to tell the truth today? I do.
0: So I understand that you're suffering from a vaccine injury. Can you tell us about why you ultimately decided to accept the vaccine?
1: My initial... Thoughts on this were uh, absolutely not. Um, My gut instinct told me not to do this. Uh, However, I was faced with a health concern at the time. Uh, I was faced with a possible diagnosis of multiple sclerosis. I had had an MRI and they found lesions on my brain. So, unfortunately, I was (laughs) still uh, watching mainstream media and listening to the press conferences and having it drilled into my head on a day-to-day basis. If you're immunocompromised, you're at such great risk, and and of course my thinking was going that way at that time. I reached out to my local health unit, I reached out to the MS Society, uh, both of whom stressed beyond belief the importance that I go and do this. I still wasn't convinced, and one day in June of 2021, I went to meet a woman who I had known uh, since I was a teenager. Um, I actually referred to her as my little mom, and I met her for lunch on a patio, and probably the second question out of her mouth was, have you got your second shot yet? And I said to her, I haven't got my first. You would have sworn I had told her I had the plague. Um, She proceeded to berate me. Um, She stated she couldn't believe that she was there with me. If her husband knew that she was there with me, that she wouldn't be able to see the grandkids. It was horrible. Um, I asked her if she needed to leave. She said no. The lunch continued. The conversation mellowed. I ended up confiding in her what I was dealing with. And she proceeded to lay into me again how irresponsible it was. Uh, she stated her son was a doctor. Her sister was an ICU nurse, um, that that doing this was was so detrimental. And I mean, this was a woman that I trusted and I knew for a very long time. And ultimately, it made me question my own judgment. So I made the appointment, and I went. And I phoned her, or I didn't phone her, excuse me. I sent her a text message saying it was done. She asked me when the next appointment was. I told her it was scheduled for two months later. She said, oh, you can can cancel that. They've made it so you can do it even quicker now. And I said, no, thank you. I I still at this point was not comfortable with the decision that I had made. I had had even said to my husband on numerous occasions, I don't think I'm going to go back. And then I kept, you know, seeing the news and reading the tickers and just waiting because it was going to be months and months for a neurology appointment. And so I went. Ironically, it was on Friday the 13th of August of 21. I took the second shot and within two weeks, everything changed. Um, in hindsight, I actually had problems after my first one, but I didn't put two and two together. Uh, I started to deal with the corners of my mouth cracking and um, pain in my hip. But it, it was the mouth that was bothersome. And I mean, I had to cut food into tiny little pieces because I couldn't open it. I thought, oh, we're just, we're outside in the sun and the wind and the far, you know, dry, whatever. I made excuses. But then after the second shot, within two weeks, my lips swelled right up. They just started shedding layers of skin. I developed tremors on my left side and muscle spasms on my left side. Um, The inoculation essentially uh, put me into menopause. Um, And I'm I'm now dealing with that, having to see a a gynecologist on a regular basis because I went for a year um, being tested, had my hormones tested, stating I was post-menopausal, going from completely normal schedules. And now I'm also having Breakthrough bleeding after 13 months. They don't know what's going on. I'm passing all sorts of bizarre clots, and nobody can seem to tell me what's happening. Uh, I still have to go for a um, nerve conduction test. I haven't, that's been a four month uh, referral that I still haven't even got the appointment for yet. So how much weight did you lose as a result of the swelling in your mouth when with the, the mouth they've between my dentist and my family doctor they're they're referring to it as burning mouth syndrome so it's like everything that i ate it was like i was drinking tabasco sauce uh, even yogurt all i could do was suck on ice cubes in that first month i lost 25 pounds it was pro- it was a few months before i could Really ingest anything. It was awful. It's it still is. How much have you spent approximately on treatment costs? I am probably myself close to ten thousand um, dollars, and it, sadly that's low compared to what some people uh, have had to spend. Uh, I'm I'm in a course. Sorry. Go
0: ahead. Oh no, that was just oh, a chair. Oh, please finish. Um,
1: Uh, I'm in a course, one of the girls just stated the other day, she's close to $25,000. I know people who have had to help sell their homes to try and care for themselves. So we get no assistance, and the Vaccine Injury Support Program, which I've applied for, I heard from finally in January, and that's going to be a 12- to 18-month process, when and if you get approved.
0: What happened on the work
1: front? Are you able to work? um i could probably do some part-time work um it's hard i would probably be limited to home or something in very very short shifts because the tremors and the spasms you don't quite know when they're when they're going to come when they're going to happen i also have periods of extreme exhaustion they seem to be narrowed down to later in the afternoon but it varies you had a store, didn't you, that you closed? Can you tell us about um, the specialty store and when you closed it? Um, I had a boutique for 16 years. Um, it, we mainly did bras and shapewear and swimwear. Uh, we did proper fittings. I actually carried a size range of 28 to 56 double A to N. Um, and I'm also a certified mastectomy fitter. Um, I had decided prior to the pandemic, um, my, my husband had a really bad accident a number of years ago and, and it was a bit of, it was very much of a struggle and, and we decided we wanted to do something together. So I just decided in, in February of 2020 that it was going to be time to move on. And I made the announcement that I was going to close the store. And then, of course, March, uh, 17th, I believe it was, we got shut down. And, uh, of course, that makes it very difficult to liquidate in, in inventory. Um, so I'm, I'm still sitting on, on boxes of, of merchandise that I, I can't get rid of. I, I have it online, but, you know, you sell little bits and pieces here and there. Um, my husband and I had planned on, uh, getting into real estate and flipping homes. He's, he's a contractor. And, um, you know, then the market went crazy and, and, you know, you're shut down and, and, uh, then this happened and, I don't know where I go from here. Did you have any success filing in adverse event form? Uh, I was able to get an AEFI form filled out. Um, I have been one of the luckier ones in that I'm maybe shooting at about 50% with doctors being you no, know, probably less than 50%, maybe 40% of, of physicians that I'm dealing with that have been supportive. Uh, my family doctor did fill out the AEFI form, um, it was submitted to public health. Um, what I didn't realize was that just because your doctor fills out the adverse event from immunization form does not necessarily mean that it's accepted. So even people that have had them filled out doesn't necessarily mean that they're reflected in the Health Canada data. Um, what happens is your AEFI form goes to your local medical officer of health. That medical officer of health then assesses your form and decides whether it is legitimate and whether it gets forwarded on to Ontario Public Health. So a physician who has never met you, has never examined you, probably wouldn't know you to pass you on the street, is the one who decides your fate. I, I was able to confirm uh, when I found that out because I wanted to know. Um, so I reached out to the health unit and the health nurse contacted me back. She said, yes, uh, it did get forwarded on. I said, I would like written confirmation of that, please. So I did get an email um, stating uh, the date in which it was received and the date that it was forwarded to public health. Um, so it should be recorded in the government data. However, things appear to be being removed uh, periodically, so I I have not followed up on that any further. Um, It's it's been hard, I mean, I I know, because I I run in in circles where I have met a number, and, and I would say into the hundreds of injured people. I only know of one other person, that has been able to successfully get one of these filled out. So the Harvard Pilgrim study that ran in the early 2000s that stated that only 1%, on average 1% of vaccine adverse events are actually reported, I would say is very true. That's in my experience.
0: Thank you. That completes my questions. We'll see if the commissioners have any questions.
1: Thank you so much for sharing with us today. I just had one question about um, when your AEFI form—I think you said—was gets assessed by a local officer, a local health officer, before being forwarded on. Were you spoken to by that officer as part of that process? No, they have no contact with you whatsoever. And you didn't receive any update on where your what the processing status was or when it was forwarded. Uh, I have the email um, that states uh the aafi report was received on the uh, 5th of may 2022 reviewed by the medical officer of health completed and filed with public health ontario on the 9th of may 2022. so i guess it was a four-day process uh but no she has not uh they have not been in contact with me the health unit has not been the medical officer of health has not been uh like I said, I'm now dealing with the Vaccine Injury Support Program. Uh, they're in the process of gathering my medical records from what I understand, but it will be a 12- to 18-month process. Thank you.
0: On behalf of the National Citizens Inquiry, thank you so much for sharing your story. Thank you. Thank you very much.